I saw it. You saw what? I saw it. How many times do I have to tell you? You don't know what you're dealing with. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Encounter Stories. We took a week off, but we are back. Um, We had some stuff we needed to take care of in real life. Uh, I moved, I am finally in my new spot with my Wi-Fi up and running. (laughs) This is actually, it has been a crazy week, but um, I'm glad to be doing the podcast again uh, in the new spot. Um, But I got Dan here with me. What's going on, man? Hey buddy, how's the new house? Dude, it's awesome, man. I have uh, a deck and I have a lot of space and I have kind of like a whole downstairs furnished area. So it's 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 a it's a nice upgrade, man. And it's just so much more quieter of a spot than my last house. My last house was on like a main road. So um, I can actually go outside and stand there and not hear anything, which is kind of what I was looking for. And uh, so far, it doesn't seem like there's any kind of paranormal stuff going on. So that's a good thing, too. So, oh, that's a that's a good start. You've you yeah. have a good start. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I, I don't think any nobody has died here as far as I know. So I think we're good. <laughs> so, um, but with that being said, man, um, I'm glad to have, to be doing this again. Um, episode 13. Um, we were actually gonna have my cousin uh, Molly on tonight. Um, we had some technical difficulties, but um, she is gonna be coming on next week. Um, we're going to record later this week and make sure we get that episode up for you. But we do have another story that someone sent us in or sent us. So we want to cover that, but, um, we're going to switch it up this week. Dan, you have the story. So, um, you're going to read those and and are we sharing the identity of the person that sent those in? Uh, no, she'll be, she'll be named, uh, Jessica. Okay. Jessica. uh, But yeah, but I'd like to give a, you know, a shout out to. You know, she's a co-worker of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, her name will be Jessica. Okay, for Jessica. All intents and pur- intents and purposes. Okay. For tonight, um, so she knows that we run this podcast uh, because I posted on Facebook, mm-hmm. and she sent me just a bunch of stuff, and the conversation kept going, and then she sent me even more things from her past, like when she was a child. Um, you know, it's really interesting, Tony. I feel like stuff like this follows people. Yeah. You know, and maybe it's not like, maybe it's not, you know, you know, the same type of entities doing all of this work, but, but maybe it's just, they have a different energy and that's what attracts, attracts these things to happen to them. I agree. Anyway, anyway, I'll, I'll get on with, uh, I'll get on with the, the multiple stories that she has. Um, so you're in for a, for a long one, buckle down. All right, let's do it. And then these are the first time I'm hearing these. So I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, she writes me, hey, uh, I know that you have have the Paranormal Podcast, and I wanted to show you something that happened to me over the weekend. I went to Devil's Hopyard State Park in Connecticut to go see the waterfall, and while we were there, decided to check out the trails. She's a huge hiker. She loves to hike okay. with her dog and, and, her, uh, and her husband. Uh, the trail map had something called Devil's Oven, which ended up being a small cave in a in a ledge at the top at, uh, at the top of a steep hill. I didn't know anything about the place, but wanted to check it out. I took a couple pictures of it, but this weird white fog showed up in the, both of the pictures. I checked my camera and the fog didn't show up in any of my previous pictures or the pictures after that. I felt really creeped out 
and they're there and I didn't feel comfortable looking into the cave. On my way back down the hill to the main trail, I got a strong whiff of perfume when no one was around me. It was the strangest appearance, especially when I wasn't expecting it. I looked up after and it, and I looked it up after and it's a paranormal hotspot where a lot of people report experiences. And she sends me two pictures of the fog. So I think we're going to try to post those on our Instagram and Facebook account along with Definitely. Yeah, along with so everyone can take take a picture, take a look at those pictures. And basically it's this open opening of a cave and a strong white fog just hanging out right in the mouth of the cave. But it's like just just off to the left of the opening. I mean, it's not right in the opening, but it's close to the opening. And it's almost like it's an apparition. Um, so it's there you very, go. That was, that was what just happened this past weekend. Yeah, man, that's crazy. I mean, it, it's interesting because when you look at these pictures, like my first thought was like, okay, well, it could be, you know, the sun is shining directly upon this like white part of the rock, which could cast some type of reflection in the lens of the camera. But then she's saying that she's taken you know, took multiple pictures and it didn't show up in some of the others. Um, but she has two or this did kind of make itself known. And it's interesting because both of these pictures, one is closer than the other. One is zoomed in. They're not taken from the same angle. Um, there's, it's slightly different, but that fog is still present. So I would say like, if you took like, um, like a burst of photos, where it's maybe like, you know, three or four or like maybe like 16 at once and they were all in the same angle, and that fog was present, I'd say, okay, well, maybe it's just the angle, but these are slightly different angles and that fog is still present. So that makes me question that it actually might be something. And the fact that it's a a paranormal hotspot, you know, raises some questions too. So that's crazy. Yeah, no, I think that, I think this is uh, one of those, you know, one of those people who are, <clears throat> you know, pretty down to earth. She's a great, great teacher. Uh, and, um, you know, I think, you know, she's, she took a picture of something, multiple pictures of something that is unexplained and a little bit creepy, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't, I'm definitely going to uh, post these pictures on our Instagram. So be sure to check that. Um, we're on Instagram. We are encounter stories podcast. Um, and then on Facebook, it's just encounter stories. So feel free to look us up and, uh, you'll be able to see these pictures that, uh, were sent in from. Jessica um and it's really cool because it looks like in graffiti somebody wrote oven on the cave wall because it's called devil's oven mm. um so that kind of makes it a little creepy too but th these are interesting pictures I'd be really interested to see what people think about these yeah please comment and uh, let us know what you think uh pretty cool picture yeah all right so we have um a couple more experiences here that she was uh, gracious enough to send to us, which I thought was awesome. Uh, so I'll just go ahead and get, get those going. Let's do it. Okay. So she starts off with the other stories by saying, so my cousin died in a car accident when I was only about a month old. She died leaving a family party and had always been really close to my parents and was happy to have a new baby in the family. There's two major stories that come to my mind. Once, soon after my dad woke up and saw someone standing over my crib. It wasn't like a full person, but more of a mist. Interesting, she says, another mist. That looks like a mist in her other two pictures, doesn't it? It does, yeah. It's a similar type of... Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So he originally woke up 
because he could hear me reacting to something. When he yelled at the apparition, it immediately shot up through the ceiling. As soon as that happened, my parents heard my brothers upstairs screaming about there being someone in the hallway. Another one was that it was late at night and my parents were sitting in the living room. Out of nowhere, the ground was shaking and they, had, they heard a, a very hard, loud crash. They could hear metal crushing and glass shattering. They thought that, they may be, that, may, that it may have been the fridge downstairs in the basement that it fell over or something. When they went downstairs, there was nothing. Nothing had been broken or even moved. My dad knew someone who was a medium at the time. He was talking to her about the loss of my cousin and everything that had been going on, and she said that sometimes spirits can show you the last thing they heard before they died. They realized it sounded a whole lot like a car accident. Huh. The family, the family house overall has always been full of strange activity, but it always locks up after a death in the family. My own experiences include feeling someone sitting on the end of my bed all the time growing up. I used to hear sounds in my closet all of the time and no one believed me. I moved out of my room for my brother's girlfriend at the time to move in and she had had all the same experiences I did. Starting at 11 p.m. to 2 a.m., you could hear footsteps walking back and forth in the kitchen. Every time it happens, everyone still expects to see someone walk around the corner, but there, there's never anyone there. I've seen a heavy lantern fly off the counter in the middle of the day unprompted, and I've also had my name called out by a man's voice when I'm home alone. Wow, that was a crazy story. Wow, some of those. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got chills, man. I got chills on that one. Yeah, I, I dude. Th those are things that are just, they just make me uncomfortable <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's like, what do you, what exactly are you, are you supposed to, I, I guess, like, I guess I think it just comes down to like, what are the intentions? You know, I, I think that's my problem with, not my problem. Those are the, those are the, well, yeah, I guess my, my problem. <laughs> that, is the, that is the Your problem. issue. Yeah. My issue with, with these things is that like, it's tough because when you're a kid, people might not believe you and that's disturbing. You're like, Oh, like there's a monster in my room. Oh no, there's not a monster. It's just your imagination. Like kids have, have bad dreams all the time. They think they see things they actually don't. Their imagination plays tricks on them, but it's like, you know, I think we as parents have to be very aware that if they are continually saying that something is there, we need to really trust them. You know, like they, why would they make things up? You know, if it's once in a while they have a bad dream, okay. But if it's a consistent thing, I mean, she was saying, like, I used to say this and nobody ever believed me. It's like, well, okay. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe we are a different people or I'm a different person because I, I take this stuff more seriously. So I would be more apt to maybe really listen to what my child is saying. Um, and other people might just brush it off as like, you know, they're just a kid. But when somebody's sitting on the edge of your bed, like every night, or you're seeing your, you know, your, this stuff in your closet and then, uh, you know, you're hearing like voices, somebody's, I don't know, all that stuff is very uncomfortable. The footsteps. Um, I feel like if everyone is hearing footsteps, 
and everyone is expecting someone to come around the corner, then it's not a singular event. It's something that everyone is experiencing. So it's not in one person's imagination. You know what I mean? I think that's when you have to kind of, it, there has to be some kind of validity to it. Okay. Well, if everyone's experiencing it, that's a common denominator. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not mm. fake. It's happening. We're all seeing it. Yeah, no, I, you know, the, the thing that stuck out most to me was that the medium told her father that yeah. sometimes the spirits play out their final, final end, basically what they heard. They play that out when they come back, mm-hmm. you know, and it sounded like a car crash or shattering or something falling. And that would make a lot of sense, right? She got into a car accident and passed away. And so that makes also makes me think of one of our first episodes when your friend saw the guy run and jump off of the building. Yeah, off of the, uh, the lab center. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that interesting? We've had we've had two two um two two real um comparison com- things that you can compare, two events that you could compare all explained by one person. You yeah, know? I mean it's yeah, I mean he saw somebody run and jump off the lad center and that could have been like a replay of <laughs> that person's death. Um yep. you know, just kind of like that energy repeating itself and then there's also mm-hmm. the sound of a car crash which is really odd i mean it's i've i've actually i've actually never heard that before i've never heard that theory that you know they play the sounds back i know that i've seen you know i've heard in in multiple stories about an energy repeating itself it's almost like it's a videotape of it of it playing over and over and over again but to hear a sound like that you know, that's interesting. It's almost like they're playing a recording back and that's crazy that that can actually happen. You know, that, that makes me question a lot of different things. Like when you hear things like that, it's like, man, like we, we, we really know zero about what is possible after you die. Like how do they, like that sound was recorded. It wasn't recorded. How is it played back? How, how do they make it that the volume that loud within the house for everybody here? You know, it's, it's crazy, man. That stuff is, is uh, so interesting to me. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's exact definition of supernatural. Yeah. That is exactly correct, man. Supernatural. That's a good way to, there's nothing, there's nothing that can explain it. No. And, and, and for us to try, is so futile you know we just can't we can't explain anything we can only guess and say yeah you know it could be this and it could be that but yeah it could be almost anything else could be i almost think anything else i think one of the other interesting things too is you know the the father seeing the apparition uh or the mist outside the crib and then it goes through the ceiling and then you hear the person upstairs see as well and freak out mm. you know like that means that it was a full apparition where it was heard in, i mean it was seen in two different places in the house by two different three different people you know the she, she saw it in the crib the father saw it and then the person upstairs saw it so that's that's interesting there's you know there's always um this is a a, a kind of a, I don't know why I was listening to these stories and it made me think of 
uh, a story that um, an ex-girlfriend had told me about the house that she had lived in. For some reason, it kind of reminded me of that. So here's a bonus story. They, um, she was living in her house and you know, they've been there since she was a little kid. And, um, she used to sleep in a bed. They kind of had like this canopy over it. And she said one night she, she always sleeps like facing the wall. But one night she had kind of turned and was sleeping the other way. And she said she kind of woke up in the middle of the night and on the other side of the canopy of the veil, she could see, um, a little girl just kind of like standing there, like kind of watching her sleep, but wasn't smiling, wasn't angry, was just calmly looking at her. And she, it was so fast. Like she saw it and then kind of blinked and it was gone, but she knew what she saw. And then, uh, you know, I guess the the same thing happened where her brother saw it. Um, same thing. He was taking a nap in the middle of the day, woke up to seeing that and then freaked out and started screaming um, parents came up and like, what's going on? He told them what they saw. They kind of brushed it off. But then later the father, uh, at some point, maybe it might've been shortly after, or a couple of years later, woke up in the middle of the night and actually saw the little girl as well, uh, in the room. And they were kind of like, okay, well, they don't really know what it is. But then there was a point where they were at her grandmother's house and they were going through like an old, like photo, like album. And they found these black and white pictures um, in a portion of the photo album and they saw the little girl that they had seen and she was like well who is this and she goes oh well that's your great great aunt who actually died in your house from pneumonia so that is like her aunt basically just there as a child watching over the family you know mm-hmm. and it's creepy because it's like you you know those I, I just, I, you know, are they watching over them? Are they, Those are all questions that I always have about paranormal stuff because as uh, it, when you talk about UFOs, right, it's like, okay, it's a, a civilization from another, another world somewhere, right? And there are, they are very advanced in technology and they are piloting a craft or it is a drone ship, right? Like it is a technological concrete thing that makes sense to me but when you but when you throw in something paranormal where you i there really are no answers definite answers as to how they are still here why they don't appear they only appear at certain times uh, you know, th- that makes me question, like when you die, you say you go to heaven. Well, if they're, are they able to come back and, and is that energy trapped here? Um, there's just so many questions that I have. And I think the questions are the things that make me uncomfortable and hear about things like this, especially the fact that I feel like a lot of these apparitions tends to do things at night and they tend to do things while people are sleeping. <laughs> and that's odd to me. But I have no explanation. I only have thoughts and the theories. Yeah. I mean, I don't have many theories myself. I, I what could you possibly, th- what could you possibly say and, and think that it's probably correct? Um. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I you know, it, it makes me question whether it's real or not. I understand people see these things all the time, and there's like dedicated members of society who are going out after these kind of experiences and having them 
but at the same time, you know, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty skeptical person, even though I believe in a lot of these um, cryptids and supernatural things that happen in our, in our world, um, because we've seen them, like you say, UFO, and that's not really supernatural, but by definition it is. Um, but you've seen all these, these, uh, examples of, of UFOs and the weird things that happen in space and sometimes things traveling around on the, on the, uh, you know, on the surface of the moon that people see with telescopes. It's not like it's hidden. You can see on the surface of the moon with a telescope. So, right. um, but then, but then again, this kind of stuff, it really makes me feel like, I don't know, some people, uh, some people, uh, I don't think it's all true. You know, I don't think it's all true. I don't I think you know, people I, sometimes I, dream and they wake up from a dream and they think they see something, you know, just like with anything else. So yeah, it's, but really, see, don't it's wonder, really tough to, to really quantify this stuff. The thing that makes me question that, though, and you say, like, people dream, like, yeah, I, I can totally see where you're coming from with that. But when multiple people see it, not all people are having the same dream at once. You know, they're, they're all seeing the same thing sometimes when they're not sleeping. Or, you know, Jessica was saying that, like, she would, she had experiences in that room. And then when her brother's girlfriend moved in, she had the same experiences. So yeah. it's not something, it's more, it's something that more than one person is experiencing at different times. So Yeah, that, I'm not saying that this, this specific story is something that I wouldn't believe. In fact, I believe this more than other things that, you know, that we've taken a look at. But mm -hmm. at the same time. You know, it's just all so hard to believe, you know, and I haven't ever had, I haven't ever had experiences myself and I probably don't want to, <laughs> <laughs> right. but at the same time, you know, like it's the same with any, anyone who, who really doesn't believe is that they need to see it for themselves. And until you do, until something weird happens, you know, you, you probably won't believe totally, or you'll have, you'll be very skeptical. Like for me. With UFOs, I always wanted to believe because there was so much evidence about it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've seen some weird stuff in the sky myself. And uh, some stuff that I can't explain doesn't mean it's a UFO, but it makes me it makes me think that that's more more realistic and more likely. Yeah, I mean, that that that's the reason why I think UFOs are easier to believe because a lot more people have like video footage of it and you you know they i mean the pentagon obviously came out and said that they have off-world vehicles not from this earth i mean that basically sums it up right there that they're real they don't know where they're coming from but they they admitted that they're real so it's easier for us to believe you know stuff like that especially when you have like credible like air force pilots coming forward and say they've chased this stuff it just doesn't make sense. Like we don't have that technology. So that's like, okay, well then that gives it a little bit more clout. But when you have people talking about paranormal stuff, it's just, it blows my mind every time, no matter how many times I hear a story, it blows my mind. Some of it's terrifying. Some of it's, you know, comforting to know that something is there watching over you. You know, people long to be connected to people that they've lost and to know that they have given them signs that, that they may still be there kind of, looking after them is, is, a, is, can be comforting, you know, but it's, um, you know, it's when you get into demonology and you get into the stuff that's, you know, more of, of a, uh, harmful or, 
uh, yeah, demonic force. That's the stuff that really is scary. Um, because it's not there to, for good reasons. It, it, there's not, there's nothing, there's nothing positive about it. It's there to, to, to cause harm and, and to hurt people and take advantage of them. And that's, that's what's scary. Um, but I, I want to thank Jessica for sending in these, uh, these stories because these are awesome. Um, I think that they're really interesting. Um, I mean, I'd be interested to see if she's got anything else that she wants to share because these are pretty cool. Um, you know, we thank you again for sending in those pictures as well. We are going to share those on our Instagram and Facebook. Um, and guys, please, you know, comment on on the Instagram photo. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think on Facebook. Um, we would love to engage with you and, and get some sort of a dialogue started um, because, it, you know, it is a conversation that, that needs to be had. And, and this is why we do this podcast so people can talk about their stories. If you have photos or you have anything that you want to share where you want us to discuss it or just have our, you know, our community discuss it, please send it in um, your encounter story at gmail.com. Um, once again, you can find us on Instagram uh, encounter stories podcast. Um, there is an underscore in between encounter stories and in between stories and podcasts. So just make sure you kind of search for that and just encounter stories on Facebook. So, um, thanks again, Jessica. Um, I mean, Dan, do you have anything else you want to add? I thought those are great. No, I thought those were, um, two or three really good stories. Um, very clear, well-written and, uh, you can tell that they've had a significant impact on, on her and, um, the family. Yeah. Um, written by a, by a true professional, a uh, very nice person. Um, so I'm very inclined to, uh, to say that, that, you know, w this is a believable story for sure. Definitely, man. Yeah. It, it's always interesting when it comes from somebody that, you know, and that you, you know, it, you trust and it's, it just gives it even more clout <laughs> to be honest with you especially when you you know why would why would this person lie like i've said in the past you know they're pretty much seen in every form of their life and but they you know they feel comfortable enough to to share these stories which i appreciate so yeah well what why would anyone lie it's not like you know it's not like we're making money off of it some know? people yeah but there are some people out there that will tell you a fake story just to see like oh if the if it gets on the podcast or like you know get people riled up or tell something it's a crazy story but it's like Hey, you know, I say to those people, if you slip one by us and, you know, and you fool us, like, you know, good for you. But I mean, like we're doing this because we, we just want to get, um, you know, we want other people to feel comfortable. Um, and, and some, some stories, you know, are, can be, uh, I don't know. Some of them can be a little, <laughs> there, there's been one or two that I've gotten that are just the way that they were written and kind of looking into the source, I found out it was kind of ripped off from some source online. So I kind of do a little bit of my research, but the ones that we share them are definitely from reliable sources. Most, most 90, well, hundred percent so far. I can tell you that. Yeah, man. Well, I so, thought that was a good, good discussion. Good, good pictures. Check out the pictures. I think you're going to be interested to see what that looks like and uh, let us know what you think. Um, yeah, we're, we're open to having conversations. It's, it's about, you know, breaking the mold and getting people talking and building a community where people feel comfortable sharing these type of things, because as we all know, it's really hard to, to, to share these sometimes with people who don't believe or 
whatever because they think it's funny or they think that you're crazy and yeah. you're not you're just an average person a great average you know great person walking around having these experiences and um you know it's hard to hold it in sometimes you just want to tell people um and again you, you don't have to give us your name you can be anonymous and yeah we'll uh, we'll feature the story right here and just so everybody can can feel comfortable and say yeah other people have had the same experiences as well definitely man all right well uh thank you guys for joining us on this episode of encounter stories we'll catch you next week as usual and um hopefully by then um we will have an episode for you where i can have my cousin on i'm really excited to have that live conversation uh where we can kind of ask questions in the moment so we'll catch you next week see you later